Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Coaster Kings Radio. My name's Ian. And hello, I'm Pete. And today we're going to be taking a look at the two biggest coaster parks in America, um, Cedar Point and Magic Mountain. Um, now, I am new to this format of podcast. Pete is also new. Um, and we recently, we're based in Ohio, so we're Ohio boys. Um, but we recently did a trip out to California. Um, we finally got to go to Magic Mountain and compare Magic Mountain to Cedar Point. So, um, Pete, start us off. Tell us a little bit about like our trip, how it started. Yeah, we uh, we basically we were there for just a few days, at least for the roller coaster portion. We had a little vacation afterwards, but um, uh, the original plan was to see Los Angeles for a day or two, and then go to Magic Mountain, and then go to Knotts. Uh, but of course, as soon as we heard Accelerator was open, we went right to Knotts after getting a little bit of sleep. It was very magical. We walked up to Accelerator, and it opened upon our arrival at Knott's Berry Farm at like three in the afternoon. So I don't remember, I don't think we were on the first train, but I think we may have been on the second or third. And um, yeah, it was everything I wanted it to be uh, and more. Purple train right off the bat. Yeah, a great train. I don't know why that was important to me, but it was. And I will say, um, Ohio enthusiasts, and we love Dragster, but Accelerator is better than Dragster. Yeah. Handily, handily better. Um, though we love Dragster, and we're going to talk about more about that. Um, so after that insanity, we ended up going to um, Magic Mountain for two days. Um, the first day, X2 was closed the entire time, and it yes. was very, very sad. We looked at it longingly in line for everything else. Everything else. <laughs> um, and we were worried that we weren't able to get onto it. But luckily, as fate would have it, the day two, it opened with a park. Amazing, awesome ride. Um, so that really was our trip, but we want to talk more about these two parks, which often I think are compared, um, and they're often pitted against each other, either directly by themselves, um, as the parks did in the 2000s. To be clear, Magic Mountain versus Cedar Point, not Magic Mountain versus Knots. Sorry, thank you. I apologize. I was not, not very clear. Um... And kind of which is the actual coaster capital of the United States? See if we can actually answer that question. Spoiler alert, we probably can't. It's hard. (laughs) Um, But we just thought to talk a little bit about that um, aspect of it. So I guess what we'll start with, if you're okay with Pete, is just in general, park atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Of the two parks, which do you think has the better atmosphere? What are some pros and cons of each of them? Well, they're very different. Um, Cedar Point's obviously surrounded on... All three sides by water. Uh, Magic Mountain is not a mountain, but a big hill. It's a big hill, yeah. <laughs> surrounded by, uh, you know, the gorgeous chaparral of the Santa Clarita Valley. Correct. Um, right. But I, so Magic Mountain just feels a little more grown in to the space. It feels a little more, um, I don't know, it, it just, it may be a little more navigable uh, certainly i would agree absolutely and i think that magic mountain also benefits from being from that 1970s park design aspect like you can get everywhere easily there's not that awful walk from the front of the gate to steel vengeance that's at cedar point right which takes like what like 10 15 minutes of just trudging yeah and seeing all the rides that you will ride but you have to start in the back of the park yes um but i you know cedar point is also just very unique in the fact that it's on this peninsula and it's, you know, right against the water going up Millennium Force and you're like, you know, 10 feet away from the lake. It's pretty, there's nothing like that at Magic Mountain as far as I could tell. So it's hard to compare. They're very different and they have different feels. I would say layout wise, at the end of the day, like atmosphere wise, I think I prefer Magic Mountain if I have to make a decision. But like Pete says, they're very different. Um, but I think that the layout is really, really cool. Um, the mountain setting is cool. It lets for you have a couple really cool terrain moments. And also, and we're going to get to this, the fact that X2 is conveniently located towards the front of the park is nice. Instead of having to walk all the way to Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. Yeah, they, they, ha- they both have a wow factor. Because when you're going to Cedar Point, you're driving across that, you know, that little stretch. Yeah. And it's just sitting right in front of you. And... Hopefully everything's testing except for Steel Vengeance uh, because it doesn't open until later in the day. Um, but 
with Magic Mountain, like you can see it from far away, and then you just kind of turn onto that road, and then X two is just sitting there like this freak of nature. Truly, also not testing yet, but you know, looking great. Absolutely, absolutely. Looking, and just, in my opinion, Viper looks good too. Pete would disagree, but it's looking good. It, um, it looks good. <laughs> it doesn't feel good a hundred percent of the time. Um, now, what would you? say, and this is something that I think that Ohio enthusiasts, I mean, because of Kings Island and Cedar Point now both being Cedar Fair parks, what would you say in terms of operations and our experiences in both parks? Which park has better ops? Um, I'm going to be honest, we had some difficulties in our most recent trips to Cedar Point and our trip to Magic Mountain. Yeah, I think um, uh, in the in the race between the two, I would have to say uh, Kings Island. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I would say Kings Island. But um, yeah, I our our day at Magic Mountain started really well with the exception of X2. You know, we hardly waited at all. They mm-hmm. opened things on time. Um, our first ride was Tatsu, which, you know, did a couple of cycles and then we were on it. And right. it wasn't supposed to be open. The park was not too busy at the start. And I think everyone sort of focused on the front of the park. But after that, it was pretty much station waits until we hit full throttle. Yeah. And Full Throttle being a launch coaster, I understand, kind of being a bit temperamental, maybe. Yeah, it broke down. But, like, I will say, compare that morning to this past summer, we went to Cedar Point for a day, and we got there, what, like, we rope dropped. We, and we did early entry. Early entry, and the only, like, of the headline coasters that was running was Maverick, I think. Which is... Which is great. One of the ones I would want to run. But yeah, it, it was... Like, Millennium Force was down. Steel Vengeance was down. Magnum was, was down, down. Dragster was down. They all opened later in the day. But for, like, this kind of reputation that Cedar Fair has as being, oh, they're so much better than Six Flags, I feel like it, even if it wasn't better, it was beyond our expectations for what Magic Mountain would be, at least, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. And they were running multiple trains on all the coasters, too. Except for... X2, but we'll get to that later. But right, yeah. also, multi-dimensioned coaster train, like, you do what you need to do Six Flags. Just keep that thing running. We'll be happy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but I think the ops. Yeah, Kings Island's the winner. I think that another thing to mention is um, there is a direct Cedar Fair to Six Flags comparison in Southern California. And frankly, the operations at Magic Mountain are way above the, the ones at Knott's. Yeah, Knott's was... They were in no hurry. No. Correct. On, on any of their You're rides. <laughs> and Knott's also, I think, has the weird um, fact that a lot of their rides are built of such a lower capacity. I'm like, yeah. y'all, why no, do you keep doing this? No real people eaters there. No. no Even no, the no. ones that could be, like Ghost Rider, they don't particularly They're seem like, to be bothered to run it very no. efficiently. <laughs> no. So I think that Six Flags gets a bad rap for the operations, but the operations at Magic Mountain, well, maybe not internationally renowned, like if you were comparing it to a European or an Asian park, for American, I think the ops are pretty good. Um, and I would argue that Cedar Point needs to figure out their operation situation because ever since, I mean, I think the past three years, it's been pretty miserable at Cedar Point. It's been, a, well, I didn't go to Cedar Point in 2020 because of the pandemic. And I, so I made one trip to Kings Island there, and even that was kind of a mess. So right. I, I try not to judge it based on that year. This year, maybe give them the benefit of the doubt because they had staffing issues, I guess, which. I guess should suggest yeah. something about their ops, but even the year before that, you know, it there's never you you never see Maverick running very efficiently. No, um, Steel Vengeance, they open it, you know, after lunch. I guess it's. Is, I mean, it's is, awful, and I mean, this sounds bad, but that's the reason people are going to the park. And in my opinion, the having both Steel Vengeance, um, Millennium Force, which still to this day is one of the most popular coasters in the park i'm gonna call that one a fluke because that one's usually open and i guess i've had times where it's just been down and had problems i don't know i guess it's usually open to start it doesn't stay open (laughs) um but it's usually going right at the start when we walked by it this summer there was a guy just with a big megaphone essentially saying hey this ride is not open because everyone flocks to it yeah um and it, which was I don't know it was disappointing. So I, we were there on a Monday. Maybe it was just you know they had a rough weekend. They were a little hungover. I don't know what it was. It was yeah. It was definitely a stark contrast to definitely. Magic Mountain on you know not peak on a season. not peak season doing great, uh, running multiple trains, doing what they can. Um, and so I think that then that way the ops I would give it to Magic Mountain for now. 
who knows? Maybe Cedar Point will get, will get their stuff together. I'm just saying, send the Kings Island Ops team to all the parks in America, because that is the one Ohio fanboy thing I will always say. Yeah. Kings Island has the best stops in the country. Every time, even if you're waiting for a long line, you know they're moving those trains out, and you're like, this is great. I'm well, fine with it. And I'm kind of a baby enthusiast, so I grew up going to Kings Island. I've only been to Cedar Point maybe a total of five or six times in my life. Um, so I just kind of assumed that that's how all parks were run. And right. Even when it was Paramount, I feel like it, they did a good job of making sure yeah. there were multi-train, multiple trains on each ride running smoothly and it's just yeah that's not... I think the legacy is probably back to like the 70s like I feel like it's always had that reputation but um moving on to the next thing which is non-coaster rides before we get into the nitty-gritty the big part of this podcast which is of course coasters it's coaster kings um flat rides we didn't actually we're not big flat ride people I'm gonna throw it out there at least when there's limited time yes correct correct um, I will say the flats at Cedar Point has a couple of the really classics that they are running really well. Like you have the Monster and the, tr- not the Troika. What is that one called? The Centrifuge. I don't know what it's called. It's the Scrambler, but on, on a slant. It's Centrifuge at Great America slash Fiddler's Fling, if anyone knows what that is. But they do have they, one of those. The Tiki still... Twirl. Oh, okay, the Tiki yeah. Twirl. That's it. They got rid of their Witch's Wheel, right? I don't know. That was pretty fun. Those yeah. were those were fun. Uh, the the pendulum rides are good. Obviously, they're, at both they, parks, they both yeah. have a frisbee. The Skyhawk at Cedar Point is interesting. Yeah, true. They don't have those at, at a ton of parks I've been to, so I think that's the only one I've ever ridden. Yeah, the other the the scream and swing. I do think the flats are better at Cedar Point, without a doubt, than Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain has focused almost solely on coasters. I will say Magic Mountain does have Battle for Metropolis, so they have a dark ride, and Cedar Point does not, right? Which is a shame because like it gets hot on the peninsula during the summer, and having something indoors I think would be really great for the park as well. I imagine we didn't like Lex Luthor was closed when we were there, so we didn't get to ride it. Superman was also closed, so that whole kind of the peak of the mountain was right. a little icy, Samurai a little Summit. chilly. Yes, definitely. Um, but I imagine that's a more fun uh, drop. The Supreme Screen easily. Well, I'm no, sure. then um, Power Tower. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Power Tower is fun, but you know it's not particularly tall. You don't have you know a ton of. And we all know those the like SNS drop things. towers aren't that exciting. That sounds rude. They can be big, but they're not the most fun. They're they're a good time. They're fine. They're not worth waiting very long <laughs> for. But correct. So I think that in the in in the comparison between non coaster rides, you got to give the flats to Cedar Point. But I think Magic Mountain has a few tricks up its sleeve. I just think that it is definitely the park is focused on coasters. Like, that is why you are there. Not just that why you are there, but that's why the general public is there. They're hungry for that record and Absolutely. holding on to it. Absolutely. So now let's get to the meat and potatoes, which is the coasters. I'm going to start with one area that we honestly did not experience because we're not those types of coaster enthusiasts. Pete and I aren't, which are the kitty credits. Magic Mountain has three kitty coasters. Um, Cedar Point has two. It's worth noting that, that Cedar Point's, their Vacoma Junior Coaster, which is Woodstock Express, actually is longer is a longer version than Magic Mountain's Junior Co- Vacoma Junior Coaster. I don't know. I think they're on pretty even footing with that regard, with their kitty coasters. Um, actually, Magic Mountain might have four kitty coasters now. I know that they have more than most parks have of any coaster. True. So I... I think, I mean... I mean, it's true. We can just... We'll give it to Magic Mountain on the Kitty Coasters. They have a lot. They're not kids... a really high-stakes competition no, this, no. this category. Though they certainly, during the 2000s, were playing the game of, well, if we add a Kitty Coaster, then we get the most coasters now. Which Cedar Point seems to have happily stepped out of that competition um, with the removal of Wicked Twister. They're like, we're done. Like, we're enough is enough. This can be Magic Mountain's thing now. Um, but... So away from the kitty coasters, let's move on to what I call the family coasters. Um, so the coasters that are bigger than a kitty coaster, the whole family can enjoy. And here there's actually quite a few really good direct comparisons between the two parks. I think we can start with um, one of the oldest coasters in both parks, which is Gold Rusher, which is Magic Mountains Arrow Mine Train versus Cedar Creek Mine Ride, which is Cedar Point's Arrow Mine Train. Now, Pete, of the two Arrow Mine Trains, which... Do you prefer? Uh, 
I mean, this is like Sophie's choice. I huh. love them both so much. No, I mean, it would be Gold Rusher. It has the setting, I think. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's it's fun. It was whippy and kind of, I don't know, jerky in a fun way. And, and Gold Rusher has that helix at the end, which is so yeah, much it, of a highlight. It, it had a, you know, it had some bite. And Cedar Creek Mine Ride is, it's I think it's garbage. I feel bad. Cedar Creek Mine Ride is the worst Aeromine train. I'm saying it. Is it? What? How many had they done in, until that? It was point? the second one. It was the second, like second one. or third, I think, after okay. the Six Flags one. Well, it's hard to, you know, a, a debut album is always making a splash, whereas the, uh, you know, the follow up doesn't. That's true. Always land. I also think that the setting, though, like Cedar Point, is not built for mine trains. It's so flat. Yeah, and it's like on the water. Yeah, you're not mining the water. You're so. just, you're just. It's a mine ride. Yeah. There's no mine for the mine ride, but it's there's, it's there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not tremendously bothered by either. Uh, yeah. Roller coaster. Gold Rusher was fun, and it's, you know, Absolutely. it's yellow, which it's, it's different. It's know, different. Yeah. Not a lot of mine trains are. Uh, <laughs> Next one, I think, is a pretty easy one. Um, coasters, which open with the first vertical loop, days from each other, Revolution at Magic Mountain, and of course, Corkscrew at Cedar Point. I am an aero apologist, and even I recognize that corkscrew is garbage. Hot garbage. I've heard um, that it's of of the corkscrew clones the best one, but but it's not I, a clone. It's one. Well, of, it's a custom looper. What? What? What is it? I mean, as yeah. Far as there's like, <laughs> there's not much added. There's that wonky airtime hill. Yeah, there's not too many you know um, frills on it. it. Doesn't really have. I don't know. It it, it was very uncomfortable, and I. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It was my first time riding it was this year. Um, and Revolution, it's not going to wow you. It's not going to knock your socks off. But it's it's gorgeous. It's smooth. It's, you know, it's funky. And it then the terrain, a too. million block zones. Um, <laughs> and the loop is pretty intense. It is. And, and it's a Schwarzkopf. Yeah, and, and just a gorgeous coaster. Like, just yeah. beautiful, elegant. I think Revolution is actually one of those special coasters to me that just transcends like rankings. Like it just feels special. Yeah. And um, I will say I, the new trains are awesome. Last time, so I'm from California originally, but I haven't been to Magic Mountain in years and years. Last time I was on Revolution was with the bulky over-the-shoulder restraints. Did it have the VR as well? Oh, thank God, no, no yeah. VR. But the over-the-shoulder restraints were awful because they had the lap bar, and then these over-the-shoulder restraints on Revolution. It was garbage. The new trains on Revolution are so comfortable. Um, thank God there's no VR because that's gimmicky and silly. Off topic, but um, Revolution versus Super Duper Looper. Have you? Oh, that's easy. I think Revolution. I think Super Duper Looper. Really? I do. I, I mean, I liked Revolution a lot, but Super Duper Looper. I, I don't know. I think it fit really well, and not that Revolution doesn't. I just liked it. No, and, it and was... people think of Super Duper Looper as like Revolution's kid sister, so that's interesting. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, no, I like it. They're both really well integrated into their, you know, their plot of land, and both coasters we hope are here for a long time. I mean, I just can't think of a better family coaster like your first looping coaster. Those are both great options, and those loops are intense. They are. They're, They're not, not messing hard. around. Yeah, absolutely. So next we got Iron Dragon, the Aerosmith coaster at, um, at Cedar Point versus Ninja, which is the Aerosmith coaster at Magic Mountain. So I have to, um, oh, what's the word? Recuse myself of this <laughs> judgment because Ninja was closed while we were there, and I have ne I've never ridden it. It yeah. looks very fun. Um, I will say that that, that um, Tatsu's getting its repaint, so I think that's why Ninja was closed. I've ridden Ninja before; easily one of the better arrows suspended. No one can argue with the fact that Iron Dragon is one of the worst arrows suspended coasters. It's just real slow paced. I thought it was fun. I mean, it, it, it's not like yeah, it's it's not going to knock your socks off, and it is kind of in like. The, the setting that you would expect in like a suburban neighborhood forest sewage runoff but <laughs> once it dives over the lake it's very charming I, yes I, and you yeah. know it's not very fast but i thought it was fun. but yeah it, i mean ninja looks it's better. definitely better and ninja also benefits from integration with the aerohydro flume um wow i'm blanking on the name of the aerohydro flume off the top of my head and that's that's your jet stream thank you yeah, jet stream at magic mountain closed. which was also closed but they look so good together and they interact well together so um we're gonna give it to gotta give it to ninja um which puts magic mountain ahead right now with three of the all three of the family credits 
um, going to Magic Mountain. So let's move into what I call the supporting coasters, which is important. These are the coasters that aren't necessarily the headliners, but um, are still thrilling and, and reasons to go to the parks. They might be headliners at different parks. Like if any other park had these coasters, they might be a headliner. But we're talking about They're the coasters you go to when the coaster you want to ride isn't testing yet. Correct. And then you have a great time. It's a very good time. And you learn time. to deal with, you know, taking what is available and not aspiring to great heights. Absolutely. As we learned on our first day. Absolutely. Um, so I will say the one thing that, um, one of the, the comparisons are kind of difficult, but one thing that both these parks are really bad at is wooden coasters. Um, because I love woodies. I think Pete, you would agree. I think we're woody people. Like we love, I mean, in my top five, lots of wooden coasters, like Ravine Flyer 2. I mean, we both love the Beast. The Voyage. Which I haven't ridden yet, but yeah, Voyage. I mean, we just, woodies are amazing. And both parks have one. Um... Magic Mountain has Apocalypse, uh, which is a GCI twister that we really liked. I loved it. I We rode it at night, which probably helped, but in GCI, you know, they kind of, they always stay within their wheelhouse. Yeah, um, usually. But that wheelhouse is very fun. And, you know, it had a fun twisty layout, or twister layout, and it, you know... We had to wait longer than we hoped. Sure. Uh, we got the, the, what is it, the flash pass, yep. and I left them in the car. Um, but, you know, it was it was fun. I, I, I love a GCI. I love Mystic Timbers. I love, even American Thunder was, yeah, since was you know, a delight, yeah. worth the wait. And so I really liked Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse gets a lot more hate than it does. It really wasn't running that rough. I think it would be better if it was called Terminator Salvation, Salvation the Ride. The ride. <laughs> the weirdest one of the weirdest ip tie-ins in coaster history like i think it lost a few a few points in in the, the name change um, um probably you're you're not wrong um and then of course easily the, the best terminator movie <laughs> and then of course the woody at cedar point is blue streak the classic ptc and um it's gonna go to apocalypse i feel bad i like blue streak it serves its purpose it it's, looks great it looks it looks good it it's rides classic. well um but I don't know. I, I think that I think Apocalypse is a stronger ride. Um, next, we have our B and M floorless coasters. We have the infamous parking lot coaster Scream, which I liked more than I thought I would. It's nothing special, and the setting <laughs> is actually. I think the the ride gets. Can I swear? Yes, go the ahead. The ride gets shit on all the time for being called like parking lot the ride, which is it is. But I thought it was kind of funny that you're just like you literally see the parking space is still painted onto the ground that you're currently you know no i agree with you absolutely zero g rolling right over and, and not to mention the parking lot coaster has an important history at magic mountain the colossus sure M- parking lot coaster goliath absolutely. parking lot coaster um i agree with you i think it was it's it's not a bad floorless um against cedar against Point? cedar points which is ruguru which is not a ride that I enjoy. So, okay, this is my thing with Ruguru. I love the straight first drop with the pre-drop. I think that is so good. The rest of the layout just isn't built particularly well for a, a floorless coaster. And it was really not built well for a stand-up coaster. <laughs> I know. So I'm going to... Uh, we'll call it a tie. Okay, fine. Pete, no, no, Pete no, no. we're going to give it to screen. We can call it a tie we, because no, 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 we... No. we have different preferences so that's that's a tie yeah it's a tie okay we'll give it a tie a tie all i'm saying is i think scream gets a little bit of a bonus point for being better than i expected which i didn't expect much so it's not a huge like you know achievement but i i don't know i thought it was it was fun i would ride it again absolutely absolutely it didn't have a rattle i don't know what people are talking about. yeah there was definitely i agree with you there was no rattle people are people are sensitive um Next, we have the two B&M inverts, Batman versus Raptor. Now, I am not a Raptor fan. I don't know why I'm not a Raptor fan. It's fine. I love Raptor. Right. I've loved it ever since I saw it on that VHS tape. <laughs> America's Coaster Thrills. Where you ride the rides. and 3D glasses. They have the same sounding screams on every single one of them. I love Raptor. I do think that it definitely has aged a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's got a very shallow drop but 
I just, I don't know. I love it. It's a green machine. Now that I, so I, over the summer, I also went to Six Flags Great America and rode the original Batman clone. And it's so good there. And I've ridden, we actually, all the worth noting that this Batman was closed at Magic Mountain, but we've ridden the clones elsewhere. I do think Raptor is a better overall coaster. I mean, it's more, it's larger, it's faster, it's more memorable. And the integration, while okay at Magic Mountain, isn't that exciting. And arguably, Raptor is just as intense. I know Batman's kind of, it's, Everyone's it's like, it's major so selling point yeah. is that it's very intense, which it is. You know, your your feet, yeah, you feel them. You feel yeah. them while you're going through those those turns. But I just I don't know. I think Raptor is a little more elegant. I know that you don't like it very much. No, but I would take it over. I think I'd take it over a Batman clone. But original Batman at Six Flags Great America, it, it elevates it. I think it elevates it. So we'll give it to Raptor. We're gonna give it to Raptor. Give it to Raptor. Um, okay, next comparison. Let's see what we have. Riddler's Revenge. The, the... I just want to point out, we're not keeping score. There's, no. We're not making any tallies. We're just looking at a piece of paper. So we I are. Just wanna, I just want that to be very clear. Sorry, sorry. There will and not be, there like will not a be final... a, We're not doing a point system. Um, that's not really the Coaster King's way. We just like to give you guys some, some ideas about these parks. Um, the next is going to be Riddler's Revenge, the monster B&M stand-up at Magic Mountain. Um, and we decide to throw against Gatekeeper, the also monster B&M wing coaster at um, Cedar Point. So, Pete, not, take it it's away. It's not the most apt comparison, necessarily. They're both B&M. They're both distinctive in that they, you know... At the time that they were built, you know, they were they were sort of unique. The stand-up coaster was very popular, but I think Riddler was like kind of one of the the standouts. Yeah, of, absolutely, of that. absolutely. And then Gatekeeper obviously has the integration into the park's um, entrance, which is good. It's not the best near miss element on a on a wing coaster, I don't think, but it is very I think iconic at this point. And both rides are pretty good, I would say. Yeah. I would say Riddler's more intense. It's more easily. intense, yeah. It's... And the layout is really cool. That's the thing with Riddler, is the layout is super cool. The back-to-back dive loops are insane. I just remember, I feel like Riddler was in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the most inversions on a stand-up coaster, and I was like, that's a little much. Like, <laughs> that's a record that I don't think anyone's like going to be like, I can beat that. No, and it, they haven't, and it's still the tallest and longest too. So like, and it's the loudest. It is very loud. Classic BNM roar. I I have a hard time because I also think Gatekeeper gets gets too much hate. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's nothing. I feel like it's it's kind of a distillation of what all the wing coasters have done at this point. Yeah, like they have the twisting, you know, kind of diving drop. Drop, yeah. They have the near miss elements. Uh, apart from that, you know, the, the elements are fun. It's, you know, it's an intense enough ride. Um, and I think it gets a lot out of its setting that some of the other wing coasters do not. I've not been on X-Flight, but... Yeah, I mean... It looks like it's just kind of sat there. I will say that X-Flight actually is kind of in, like, a green setting, which is interesting. But um, I do think Gatekeeper gets too much hate. I would take Gatekeeper, I think, over, like, a Scream, over a Floorless. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I think it does a little bit more. It has some interesting forces. I like the little airtime hill at the end of it. I think that's kind of a unique element. I'm gonna say this is, a, is this is not the best comparison. So I'm gonna say like we really can't make a decision. I would say overall, serving a park, Gatekeeper is a better coaster. Like yeah. it's going to like people are gonna like it more. Riddler is just so audacious. You can't help but respect it. Um, and I think it's going to stay the best stand-up coaster probably ever built, unless this whole surf coaster thing happens with BNM. I don't know what BNM is doing, um, but I think that's a. I would I would go with. I think Riddler is the Riddler is the more intense one. Oh, see, I was going to say Gatekeeper. Well, let's. I think it's another tie between those two. I think it's another tie um, because they're too different. They're too different, but they also both serve different purposes. Now, speaking of bad comparisons, we are running out of ideas, so we got to compare two racing coasters. <laughs> Um, Gemini, which... One of, one of the oldest ones. One of the oldest racing coasters, Gemini. Well, oldest steel, obviously. Yes. Versus um, West Coast Racers, the new for 2020, or is it 2019, premiere multi-launch. Which is really good. It was really good. West Coast Racers. Yeah, Everyone kind of crapped on it when they announced it. They were like, eh, why, do you, why do we need this little like racing coaster? I think the theme is sort of a dud. If you're not into... Yeah... 
if you're not into that scene, I don't think it really resonates in any way. It's a very attractive ride. I and think that the Mobius the... loop is is fun. It is. It um, is. And it's always dueling, so that's also a good. Okay. Ugh, compared to poor Twisted Colossus that just doesn't know how to duel. Um, I think that we've talked about this before on the podcast, not us, but the, the Coaster Kings. It does solve Twisted Colossus's problem where the duel barely happens. But There's, it, also, it sort of fills a gap that wasn't there to begin with, in my right. opinion. Like, I, I see that, it, I mean, any other park, it would have made total sense, but... There are launch coasters there already, and there are racing coasters there already. You know what I mean? And right. It, so it, it wasn't... I, I feel like they could have done something else with that spot. I agree. I think it's unique, though. It, it's kind of... I liked it more than I thought I would, if that makes sense. I enjoyed West Coast Racers more than I thought I would. I think its integration into the area is really cool. The spaghetti bowl um, that you walk under, I think, is really fun. It's still a bit of a head-scratcher. I would agree with that. Head scratcher. It again. It, it's not that it wasn't fun. I really enjoyed the fact that we didn't wait any amount of time for it. <laughs> right. Because I, I, it just. I don't know. It, I, it was a little bit forgettable for me. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's just because it's in the park that it's in. Yes, I think if you put that in any other park, it would be pretty standout and even pretty at special. Knots. Yeah, even at not something like that. Well, they can't fit it there, but well, I, they could have. Uh, I we we like to think of it as really. Um, Windjammer surf racers done properly, yeah. like a small, smaller scale racing coaster, looping racing coaster. Definitely that energy. But I think one of my biggest issues was I love a launch, and it just the launches. They certainly got the trains moving, but they weren't especially powerful. No, and, it's true. And I know that's maybe not what the whole point of it is. I know it's focusing on the duel, and and that's fine. It just it's not it doesn't have the things that I like in a coaster of its type. Yeah, I'd agree. And now once again, bad comparison, but Gemini a lot of people don't like Gemini. I am a Gemini fanboy to in a problem like it's it's I love it so much. Like it is one of my favorite roller coasters. I think it's so unique. I think it's so fun. Um I think it's actually a coaster treasure that we're not treasuring enough. Um, cause it's just special. Like now we have all these RMCs that are like making hybrid coasters a thing. But in 1978, Arrow was like, you know what? We can build a wooden coaster too. And that ruled that skyline of that park for years. I don't know. I love Gemini. It also was pretty good at racing, which is nice. Yeah. Um, the park does a good job operating it in that way. I'll have to take your word for it. Cause when we ri- I, I didn't ride it until this year. I know it's crazy that I grew up in Ohio and didn't ride Gemini until 2021. And when we did ride it, um, a guest, Ugh. I'll use the word guest. It's very nice of you. A guest uh, was on her phone, so the ride ops stopped the ride and had to walk all the way up, almost to the top of the lift, to retrieve the phone and then send the ride on its way. So mm. we did not get to duel on that particular occasion. Yeah. We may have even been lapped. I don't remember Ugh, if the red train um, made another round. But... Uh, yeah, it was very fun. It was I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It, it looked like kind of a snooze when I was growing up. Again, I'm kind of new to being a coaster enthusiast. I always paid attention, but I wasn't ever like yeah. co- credit hunting like I am now. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It did hurt a little bit at the very end. I was Oh, those, those double helix, yeah. those, those helixes, yeah. It does have that arrow jankiness where you're like, I my body isn't supposed to be doing this. Once again, they're really not good to compare. I think objectively West Coast Racers is better. A better ride, I think. I think so too, but I think I enjoyed Gig, uh, Gemini, Gemini more. more I agree with you. I think than that's... I expected to, so I'm going to give it that point. Yeah. So in our hearts, we give it to Gemini. In our minds, we understand West Coast is a better supporting coaster. It. I mean, think about it for families. It's like it's. Um, then again, the height requirement, but for families. Okay, let's get to the A list. So let's get to the premier rides that people go to these parks for. Um, and we had the miracle of Tatsu is being repainted, but they reopened it for the weekend that we were there. So we got an amazing ride on Tatsu, which is this monster B&M flying coaster over the mountain. Yeah, two rides on Tatsu, one in the night, too. Yep. Um, And we decided to pair that up with another vaguely mythological coaster, Valraven at Cedar Point, which, how do we feel about Valraven, Pete? I like Valraven. I've had great rides on Valraven. I think Valraven is maligned. yeah. For being a hyper dive coaster with multiple inversions that cost probably, what, $30 million? At least, yeah, just about. I think that um, 
the the Cedar Point fanboys and girls are perhaps a little spoiled and a little entitled. True. And um, I feel like I'm on a soapbox. Valraven is good. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's a serviceable dive coaster. What I will say though, as someone who has been on multiple of the other dives without the Vesper Strangers, everyone talks about. There's something about Valraven that makes the diving feel so much more gimmicky than it does on Shikra or or Griffin. Like something about it, it's just like, oh, that's all there is. Even though it has that kind of cool little zero G roll. Tatsu, on the other hand, gimmicky. I also I, I feel like this is a a bad comparison. There, we were we were struggling with this to yes. do Tatsu. Like Tatsu might be better against Gatekeeper, but I, these are both rides that I think maybe we're supposed to improve upon the blueprint that was yes. set in previous iterations Correct. of the model. Correct. And I think Tatsu excelled at it dramatically, whereas Valraven was placed in the wrong spot. Well, not to mention, I feel like Valraven was limited by not having the tunnel, by not... I mean, there's a lot of things that are keeping Valraven back. It's still hugely popular with the public. Like, they love that thing. Yeah, it's always a line. Always a line. Tatsu was still... I mean, the integration, right? Like, with the landscape that dive loop. I mean, I think it's very, very good. I think it's the stronger coaster. Um, I, I say Tatsu all the way, obviously. Yeah. But don't let Valraven, don't be super mean to Valraven. It's still a giant B&M yeah, dive coaster. Yeah, she's out here doing her best she is. work Absolutely. every day. Absolutely. Give an A for effort. So now we're going to compare the only Intamin, <laughs> which is wild. Cedar Point's only Intamin, which... No, Magic Mountain. Magic right? Mountain, sorry. Magic Mountain's only Intamin. Which is Superman the Escape from Krypton had to it's one changed of the names. Superman. One of the super, it's Superman. It Superman. It's just Superman. Yeah. Um, versus another monster strata intimate top thrill dragster at Cedar Point. I mean no competition. Also, Pete didn't get to ride Superman. It was close, which was sad. Um, I I can imagine what it's like. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it's but iconic. It's, it's iconic, very, but very tall. There's no competition. Top Thrill Dragsters, yeah, a better coaster, without a doubt. But there would be no Top Thrill Dragster without Superman. Absolutely. So absolutely. I think, I think let's just remember that. Give it to the old girl. Superman is super unique. Now that especially that one in Australia is close. Like it's it's special. Like it's a special coaster, and it is totally unlike anything. And now that you can go forwards and backwards, great. I think it's. It has a wonderful future ahead of it. Okay, let's go to these coasters that broke the height record back-to-back um, with Goliath at Magic Mountain and Millennium Force at Cedar Point. Ooh, this is hard. No, it's not. No, it's not? Oh, wow. Okay. Goliath, I, Goliath was fun. Goliath is a great ride. It's, But it's not, it's not Millennium Force. You're right. And I know that that's a very basic, very, like expected answer but i mean come on i mean i will say the first drop on millennium force and the first drop on goliath couldn't be more night and day because goliath is almost like at this 45 degree slope just like slowly get gradually going to speed it's a roller coaster tycoon drop it is does have that great drop into the tunnel which is awesome sure and there's a real sense of speed but millennium force that first drop and i will defend millennium force to this day the first drop you're in the intimate t-bar restraints you're next to the lake. It's almost 90 degrees. I think it's sublime. I think it's one of the best coaster moments around into the overbank. Like, I think that... The rest of Millennium Force, we can argue about. But if you, you can't argue that, like, the first drop on Millie isn't one of the best coaster moments in the world. No. I mean... I wouldn't. I absolutely would, not. Would and so, so I would agree with you. Now, I do think Goliath gets too much hate. I think Goliath deserves some credit. It's so different. Um, certainly compared to, like, a B&M Hyper, which... I remember like being like, B&M Hyper's the best thing ever. Now it's like, they're kind of the same. Goliath is, it's a hard worker, but it's not particularly inspired. No. Giovanola definitely did a good job. Though. That thing runs like a dream. Goliath it's solid as heck. trying to get into Stanford and probably will, but doesn't know why it's going. Yes. I'll M- give it to Millennium's him. going to, you know, a B-list art school. It is. It is. Berkeley College of Music. Sure. Millennium Force. <laughs> um... Let's compare... Okay. We all know Ian O'Donnell is an Arrowhead. I've written so many articles on our website about Arrow. Pete is not. But... Categorically not. Categorically not. But Pete's 100th credit 
was, is, was Viper at Six Flags Badger Mountain. I had it all planned out. It's my own fault for thinking about it too much. So we were strategizing. I, I was, I was, I think on my 88th credit when we arrived to California. Yep. So there was, there was very, uh, a tremendous amount of planning on my part. And, you know, somewhat on Ian's part because I was soliciting opinions. But so we went to Knott's unexpectedly. So I got two credits that changed the plans a little bit. So we, we go to Magic Mountain, we're riding rides, just kind of eyeing X2. And the reason why I wanted X2 to be my 100th is because, A, it looks like a bitchin' ride. And it, it turned out to be. But um, I don't know. I thought symbolically it would be funny because X in Roman numerals is 10. Yep. Two, you could say maybe it's squared. So 10 squared is 100. And boom. I'm sure I'm not the only person that's ever thought about that. And it's pretty lame. But um, that was the plan. That was what I wanted to do. I was like, it's got to be either Twisted Colossus or X2. And yeah. I decided on X2, and um, I think that's what cursed us on that first day. And I'm deciding that the universe um, thought it was lame and decided to punish me. Punish you with Viper. This is the thing with Viper. It is an absolute monster. It is the last Arrow Megalooper that we have left, which is pretty special. Um, And frankly, it's so intense in ways that I don't think other coasters are. Now, I'm an arrow snob, insane. Like, I have a, a Vortex tattooed on my body. Like, the Vortex logo from King's Island tattooed on my body. So, I love Viper. I think it's amazing. Do I wish it had a straight drop? Absolutely. Sorry. But the sequence of the triple loop, and like, the first loop into the turn, and then the two loops following, even the bottom of that twisted first drop is so intense and amazing. But, do I think it's better than what many argue is one of Arrow's other masterpieces, which is Magnum XL 200 at Cedar Point. I just want to, before we get into it, I want to say I liked Viper. I'm glad that I, I, I kind of was like, when we were thinking, because X2, they said basically it's not going to open today, and we still had more rides to ride, so I was like, well, we're not going to just stop riding, so right. I have to choose something. The only other option, I think, was Apocalypse, and while I liked Apocalypse more, it's not a particularly notable or or, um, iconic ride and so going back to that vhs tape of of pov roller coaster videos i think viper is the first one that they show you so it's like okay that'll do it's it's you know it's been a part of my life for a long time it has yeah and it was it was fun it just was uncomfortable for me yes big person and those trains are not accommodating for my kind. Agreed. Agreed. And I, if they can get the next-gen Vacoma trains on that thing, I think it could be really, really spectacular. Because just the intensity... I mean, you look at Viper, and then you look at, like, Scream in the same park. Like, it's, you can't, it's like apples and oranges. Like, Viper is just tears through its track. To the point of which, sometimes you're like, you shouldn't be going this fast. Like, what's going to happen? I, I don't know. It's just they don't make him like that anymore. Magnum is a much more controlled ride. Which is weird to say, because it's the airtime's insane. But Magnum still feels a little bit more refined. Which, once again, those airtime hills at the end. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll definitely have to give it to Magnum. I have never been the biggest fan of Magnum. I did like it on this last visit that we had. Um, I think I've been sitting in the wrong seat. Yes. I know that there's a magic seat nonsense, which is probably true, but I've still never managed to get on that, because they just tell you where to go, and... Um, but for I, I forget where, where we saw it, sat on it. Um, yeah, sit towards time. the front. In my opinion, Magnum's better towards the front. Yeah, and it it was still not very comfortable, but it was at least more fun. Like I I got more out of it this time yes. than I have in prior. And those restraints, I admit, are not the most comfortable. And those trains are not the most comfortable. Arrow, I mean, they're they're Arrow mine train cars. They threw on a hypercoaster, but I do think that Magnum with the airtime sequence. It's definitely more memorable in an interesting way. I, it's a hard choice. I'm going to go with Magnum. Magnum is still, I think, more iconic. Um, I think Magnum is also more special with it breaking the 200-foot barrier. Yeah, it has more in a ride that I look for. I, yeah. I'm not a huge inversion junkie. Yeah. I, I like you know, I like an inversion if it's done well and it doesn't hurt me. Um, Viper likes to hurt you with its inversions. All of the arrows. I do. will say though that the, the Vipers, like the bottom of that first drop, is so crazy, and then the laterals on that turn after the set first loop, which feels very illegal. 
Yeah, I was going to say, just because it's crazy doesn't mean it's good. Okay. I mean, I suppose that's true. We'll give it to Magnum. I'm fine with that. that I, listen, you won't have to argue with loving Magnum more than me. Um, so I will, I'll take Magnum. So we kind of get to the, the big boys now, the big hitters. Um, this is a coaster I think we all kept, for, we both kept forgetting about at Magic Mountain. We were like, oh wait, that's there too. And that's their premier launch coaster, Full Throttle. Yeah. And it, it made us work for it too. It did. We waited in line probably for like third, like, like an hour and a half. At, At least, least, yeah. yeah Just for watching that? X two, thinking if this fucking thing opens, we're leaving this immediately. Yes, and yes. yeah. Um, it's good. Full throttle's fine. Yeah, it was fun. It, it, I guess it doesn't really. Apart from the loop, it doesn't really have a ton of things that define it for me. I, I can't remember exactly what happened. I know it does another backwards launch, and then it will, you know. So it was fun. I think again, it. it maybe suffers from comparison based on what park it's in. I agree. That's true. Um, but even in this park, it doesn't really have any competition in terms of a large scale launch coaster. No, but like just in terms of like overall more, more of a package of a ride. Yes. I think yes. there's others. At yeah. The, the plaza is definitely feeling dated with it's like, what was it called? YOLO, the YOLO aesthetic that it used to yeah. like, you said, I mean, it is YOLO the ride. The airtime over the, over the um, loop is cool at yeah. the end. But does it compare to Maverick? Absolutely not. No. Like Maverick is, and I know mixed opinions on Maverick. I still think it's. I argue it's one of the. It so might be the best coaster at Cedar Point. I think that there's mixed opinions on Maverick. I don't know if there's ever mixed opinions that Maverick is good or not. I think it's about how good, how it, is. good it is. That's very true. Very very true. I, I just love Maverick. I I forget what I have it as in my rankings, but ever since I wrote it, it just I don't know. It has I mean, Maverick, most of it has everything. Like. Yeah. It has the airtime. It has some really great inversions. A good drop and a great launch. Yes. Does it feel a little dated now that Velocicoaster's around? Absolutely. But not g- that dated. Not that dated. And I mean, those trains, the, oh, those first-gen Intamin trains are not my favorite. If they could swap those out with some new ones with lap bars, sure. sign me up even more. But I, Maverick is great. And I actually have it ranked as my favorite coaster at Cedar Point. So um, I'm fine with yeah. I think Maverick definitely wins. Full Throttle is just a, one another head scratcher, kind of like because some people would say, oh, let's compare Maverick to um, what's it called, West Coast Racers, but like yeah, there's no competition there. Like Maverick definitely wins. So Launch Coasters hands down, Maverick's got it. Um, finally, we have the big headlines in my opinion, um, which are Steel Vengeance, of course, at Cedar Point. The coaster king for many people still um versus we decide to combine the two uh twisted colossus which is a fun dueling mobius loop coaster at magic mountain um rmc coaster of course and then x2 the aero multi-dimensional beast um like none of these three ride i mean obviously steel vengeance and and twisted are very similar types but they're doing different things definitely the the dueling versus the airtime you know or not well i guess i mean i mean they're all airtime it all has airtime let's start with the thing that we it's a funky um last comparison just because twisted colossus doesn't really have an equivalent when you when it comes to like what is the best ride at each park, everyone right. would probably say Steel Vengeance and X two. Right. And then but there's Twisted Colossus, which is a great ride, and then it didn't have quite a quite no, the not equivalent. Really, not yet. really. I don't think so. I mean maybe you could say Magnum. I don't know. I think that let's start with what we really the, the real winner of the trip, which has to be X two. Yeah. I have waited to ride X two since I was a literal child. Um, my last trip to Magic Mountain was when they were transitioning it from X to X two. I saw it closed being repainted from the yellow with pink track, which I still kind of love in its own awful way to the gray and black. Well, yeah, uh, it, it, it gray and black, up, the gray and red. You know, yeah, it, it did grow up. It went from its childhood funky <laughs> bright colors, and now it's a little more, you know, refined, refined and serious, reserved, um, but still crazy as shit. Like that first drop, I just don't think you can compare it to anything besides the other multi-dimensional coasters. Like yeah. we want it to be like, oh, Tatsu's dive loop. That's something. Some no, not even close. Like the fact is, you're diving face first. And you flip forward. I mean, it's insane. And then you flip into that Raven turn. My expectations for X2 were astronomical. 
and they it somehow exceeded them. I can't think of another coaster that's done that in a long time that's really exceeded my expectations in that way. Yeah, I, I had very high expectations for X2. I was a little more um, hesitant with with mine because I just Arrow has a history of hurting me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I've been burned before. You have, yeah. But I it was great. It was so good. It was, you know, it was not smooth necessarily, but it was not rough. It was the right amount of kind of roller coaster texture. Um, it, But also just balls out insane yeah. um, I mean it somehow where is, am I it, going? it's doing like I never thought about the fact that it really is doing an invert coaster a flying coaster a wing coaster it's doing all of those within a pretty short ride time there are points where you're feeling a flying coaster moment points where you're an invert and then points where you're going down headfirst into the dirt which I don't think any other <laughs> coaster can say it does that way um, yeah I, it's special and I, I now this is the real argument is going to be Twisted Colossus, I think, is also great. That's why we paired it with it. We didn't get a dueling ride, and frankly, they're pretty rare from what we were looking at with the cycles. Um, and, and it definitely I, suffers when you don't have a duel, though. You're kind of like, uh. I think if you had asked me which of the two between X2 and Twisted Colossus I would have liked more at the beginning of our trip, I probably would have said Twisted Colossus just because I love Steel Vengeance, I know. And, but, I... And I really liked Twisted Colossus. I wish we could have gotten another ride on it. Yeah, I agree. It was, I, especially like a good dueling ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it wasn't, it didn't have the the airtime that I love in a, in a roller coaster of its kind. Like it was a little jerkier. I'm not as much of a fan of like the quick ejector that it has. Yes, yes, definitely. I, I yes. you know, I like something usually a little more sustained. It's gorgeous. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very attractive ride. It was very fun. Um, I just didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Whereas with X2, it was... I was... Again, expectations were high, high but, but they were completely so. blown away. Absolutely. And we didn't even have like the full effect of the music. For, yeah, with the, the flames or the all The station that. going, X2. Like, <laughs> none of that was there. It was one train ops. Yeah. All the operators looked very depressed. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, we had to come to work today. <laughs> it was a Monday, too. So yeah. like, it wasn't the busiest day at the park but everything else was closed so i guess that they they decided to call in the x crew and <laughs> we happened to reap the benefits we did it. we did um steel vengeance for me is hard we know like alex and sean of course don't like stevie and are not the most rmc friendly people that being said we always talk about how much we love the topper track woodies like outlaw run amazing I think Steel Vengeance is still objectively such a great ride, um, and it does so much. I personally think X2 does more in a tidier package, which is weird to say. The last couple of airtime hills on Steel Vengeance to me just aren't are, are overkill to the point where they're uncomfortable. But the first half of Steel Vengeance, I love like that outside airtime moment, the wave turns, all of that. I think it's a I I really love it. I agree with you on the last airtime hills. They're they're kind of dumb. I think that they were like, we need like three more seconds of airtime. Yeah, what let's throw doing? them in here. Yeah, I, and those are, that's the kind of airtime that I don't love. But the rest of yeah, like you said, I I don't know. I love the ride. I know why it's it it is right now my number one. I'm still kind of rethinking that. And if we ever go back to Magic Mountain, yeah, it might be at, that I, I put X two as my number two coaster at this point. But and. I think if we hadn't ridden Steel Vengeance in the back this last yeah, time... Yeah, and a rear seat ride is really good. it was really a good. hot day. We waited like two hours in the sun, so maybe I was delirious. It's true. It's but true. I had But I just had a great time. It was, so, it was so fun. And I do think that, unfortunately, with Steel Vengeance, because, you know, Twisted Colossus, just like you said, it kind of is lacking. Because it's... I mean, that sounds bad. It is a great coaster. But compared to Steel Vengeance's first half, which is just so large and, like, grand... Um, I just, it's sad because Twisted Colossus is built on this massive old wooden dueling coaster and they've really chopped it down a lot. Yeah. Like it doesn't have the scale that you kind of expect it to. Um, and then the two laps on it is fine, but kind of weird. I don't know. Part yeah, of it, it just, there's something about it that just didn't add up to like what a great I was coaster. made to believe it was. It was still great. It just, yeah. I kind of wish they didn't do the Mobius loop. Oh, I I, I, don't I like a Mobius. I, I think I liked it better than West Coast Racers because you're not you don't just sit there for a minute for, yeah, until while you wait. Yeah, the other true. farts like the... load the train and yeah. then get ready. So I I don't know. I liked that. I didn't have to watch 
this you know the video without the audio on (laughs) yeah right right so i i didn't mind that and you know it's it just wasn't yeah it wasn't quite what i hoped it would be um so i definitely i mean definitely think x2 was the clear winner yeah and if we're going to compare the two parks if we're willing to package x2 and twisted versus stevie i think they win as a combo i know that we paired maverick up with full throttle but if we had to like so my, my two Top yep. two at each park, obviously X two, yep, and, and Twisted. Twisted Colossus, yes. and then Maverick, Maverick and CD. If they were talking about top two in that regard, absolutely Cedar Point for me. Okay, I can take that. And actually, I've been okay. I know he said we wouldn't keep track, but I've been keeping a little bit of track. And let's get to the big question, which is which is the better park? Which is America's Coaster Park? If you look at the top five, with the exception of X two being just bonkers, insane, and having a hard time, for the most part, Cedar Point wins. Top Thrill Dragster, definitely better than Superman. Millennium Force, better than Goliath. Magnum, better than Viper. And Maverick over Full Throttle. But once you get to the supporting coasters, I think that's where things get a little fuzzier. I think that Magic Mountain has a stronger supporting lineup in terms of... um, I mean, Apocalypse, and obviously Ninja, and Revolution, and all those great coasters. I think there's a little bit more to be said for its supporting lineup than Cedar Points. That being said, the two parks together really are, would be perfect. They really have everything. So in my mind, um, as a tie break, we're going to have to give it to Magic Mountain because they have dull whips. <gasps> Point taken. You're right. Yeah. Oh, God. No, not really. I mean, maybe. Maybe a little bit. But we I, love dull whip. I do love a dull whip. It's the best. Um, yeah. I think that, and I wish we had a more satisfying ending. We'd be like, this is distinguished, definitely it. If Cedar Point had the kind of days that you have it, that we had at Magic Mountain, again, there were some closed rides, which yes. is, you know, a Six Flags Staple. specialty. Sure, sure. Um, but everything else ran smoothly, and our last visit to Cedar Point was just, it was kind God, of like was... emotionally exhausting, because nothing would open, it would just... close for like a slight breeze. Yeah. It's packed every day. There's never a day that is not super busy even if it's like raining it's busy there so let's say we have a hypothetical who we want some person has scrunched scrounged their pennies together and they're only able to visit one of these two parks which one would you recommend maybe that's a good way to attack this question <sighs> king's island just kidding. Yeah, king's island <laughs> king's island okay hear us out king's island forever you will never have a better day at a park than you will at king's island it is so pleasant it is so well run. It's such an easy layout. Are any of these coasters the best in the world? And there's great, great wood coasters there. There are great wooden coasters, yes. Um, but if we have to choose between Cedar Point and Magic Mountain, I'm going to think I'd tell them to go to Magic Mountain. I think I would agree with you, despite my better wishes as someone who has Lives lived in Ohio, in Ohio yeah. my whole life. They're they're both very distinctive. And Cedar I, Point is just like work. It's work it's to work, go there. Correct. It's far away from anything. Sandusky is a even, sad, sad land. I don't, I don't like to say. It. I've never spent time in there except for Cedar Point. <laughs> I've heard it's kind of a shithole, but that's not up to me. I've never. You're right. You're right. If you go on even a slightly busy day, you have to wait on that damn peninsula in the traffic. Sun. Yeah. yeah, it's a mess. And then they closed those side entrances. So even if you did get there and you wanted to kind of cut in line, unless you're staying at the breakers, you can't get in. I guess that's the the case at Magic Mountain, too. They have that one entrance, and it's like a mile away from parking. Sure, that's true. That's true. No, I I think I would say Magic Mountain. I agree. Maybe just because it's the novelty of it, and we just went, and it was fun. Um, Yeah. But I don't know. It has a lot of special things going for it. Yeah. It has a lot of special things. Not that Magic, not that Cedar Point doesn't, but Cedar Point, like, the the, the, the reason you're going there is these five rides, right? Is Millennium Force, it's Maverick, it's Steel Vengeance. Millennium Dragster. Dragster. And, I don't know. And Magnum, someone. sort of. Uh, Magnum or, or Valraven, you know? Or and, Raptor. Or Raptor, I guess. But... If it just takes so much work to get to those rides, like, we would never have had the morning we had at Magic Mountain at Cedar Point right now. Yeah, I, I think that honestly at this point I would I don't want to go to Cedar Point unless it's like snowing out, unless I have a fast pass. Yes, like it's just not it's worth so it. True. It's so true. Because you will not get on all the rides you want to get on. You'll wait two hours for Steel Vengeance, which is a great ride, but at this point it's like I don't have that kind of time. I'm too grown. It's true. I'm too 
I'm too grouchy to wait. I am in these... to wait in these long lines in the sun. So and, and like I said, definitely the layout of Magic Mountain benefits from the fact that it's a regional park design. It's planned, it has a logic to it. Matt, uh, Cedar Point is literally this peninsula that's just developed more than it should. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think we're gonna give it to Magic Mountain. That being said, visit both. Absolutely. And then if you're in Ohio, you get to go to Kings Island and Cedar Point. I mean, Ohio still, in my opinion, this is going to be controversial. I would still take Cedar Point and Kings Island over Knott's and Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Knott's had Knott's is three great rides. Charming as hell. I know you don't love an uh, invert, but I really did love Silver yes, Bullet. Yes, Silver I Bullet I might actually like more than Raptor, which is crazy. But it's a good coaster. But it was really fun. It was really good. It yeah. had what I like in an invert. Yep. Accelerator is... Elite. Fantastic. Absolutely. Um, and then Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider. Chef's Kiss. It's, um, yeah. Chef's Kiss. But come to Ohio. Come visit Ohio. Ohio Coaster Kings. We know we're not in the most exciting state, but we are in a state that has great roller coasters. Um, and so that's it. Sorry for rambling on a little longer than an hour. Um, but make sure to go on to thecoasterkings.com. There's new articles being posted all the time. And things are getting warmer. We're going to be doing more trips um, all over. Um, European team has a whole schedule planned. We're getting schedules planned here. So we're going to be out on the road here soon. We'll see you all in the parks. Again, this is Ian. And I'm Keith. Have a great rest of your guys' day. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.